This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. The boy was studying quietly when the girl, drunk on her own sense of power, beat him silly with a block of frozen lima beans. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Really didn't put much thought. In that I didn't. One. I don't care. This is a bad episode. I don't like it. It's going to be a short episode. I don't think it will be. No. No. You think it'll I kind of liked it? Oh, damn it! <laughs> Here we go, folks. It begins. It begins. This is a preview for what season nine will be like. No, I, 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 I like this more than I thought it would. Sure. Th- more than I thought I would. Me too. I will um, say that. Yeah. But it's it's still. Uh, Deeply troubling and upsetting to me. Um, it's just the main the main conceit of the episode is what I don't like, and so basically the first two acts have a lot of great jokes and are very and it's pretty funny. The final act is just a slog for me. Well, that's fantastic. But first, this is two bad neighbors. Yes, and I'm Greg. I'm Alan, and this is your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons seasons one through ten. Yeah. Boom, baby. We did it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> we don't have a guest today. No, we don't, because this is a um, this is a weird one. Yeah. This is a weird episode. It's probably not going to be super long, um, but I do think I have a little bit more <laughs> esteem for this episode mm. than, than you might. I wouldn't say that I, all, that I out and out like it, Yeah, but I can, first of all, shit, what episode are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, getting ahead of yourself there. Yeah, I am. Uh, we are, of course, talking about my sister, my sitter. And me. It is. Nope. It is. Nope. The, <laughs> just my sister, my sitter. Oh. It's the 17th episode of season eight, written by Dan Greeny, directed by Jim Reardon, and original air date March 2nd, 1997. I think the direction of this episode, just first things first, is pretty good. Like the yeah. animation direction. Yeah, I, I, like it. I, I like a lot of the, the visual gags. I specifically like Moe's um, tunnel, uh, the tunnel to Moe's, and I like the. If there's something to say that I like about the, the the third act, it's the it's it's like the mud hill sure. is like I think it's well animated and I think it's well shot, and it it, it looks good and it's and I I like I like how Lisa gets more and more deteriorated. Um, I like the look. Have we talked about Joker yet? <laughs> the film? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if we have, but either way, did you this see? This is it? the Joker f- episode for me. Did you <laughs> I saw s- it? Yeah. Oh, you saw it. I saw I, it. I, I, we haven't talked about okay. it since you saw it. So this episode is like the Joker for me. <laughs> okay. It looks great. Interesting. <laughs> Actually, yeah, Joker does look great. It looks great. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great visuals. Yeah. The underlying message, if there is one, uh, in this episode, definitely there is one in the movie Joker. Uh, is not something I agree with or like, and I don't. I don't think it's entertaining in that sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, that was the best. I was like trying to think of a good analogy, and I'm like, yes, Todd Phillips's Joker, <laughs> winner of best performance at I the Golden Globes. I don't, well, I don't th- like. 
right now I think all we can think about with that particular film is how is is the response. Mm-hmm. I will be I think this episode much more interested in that film uh, 10 years from now, sure. even 5 years from now sure. where you can actually remove the response and the vast overreaction on positive and negative. True. Yeah. For it. Yep. For and against it. I think the people who are way against it are way too against it and I think the people who are for it are way too for it and that extends to uh, awards giving bodies as well sure yeah like we're gonna look back on it and be like really I think this episode might come out right before the Oscars cool so that'll be fun (laughs) to see we don't even know at this point we're recording this early we don't know if it's even been nominated that's true Um, I just world probably not probably not I think that Joaquin will get nominated for best actor uh, whether he wins it or not is a big question mark still for me um, because he did win the Golden Globe. <laughs> that's been less and less of a signifier. Exactly, though. yes. So that's why I'm like, I'm not like, oh, he won the Golden Globe, but I'm like, but he did win the Golden Globe, so we and don't also, know for sure either way. Also, foreign press associations uh, have been much more enthusiastic about mm. about that film than uh, the North Con- American... Conference of Crime. Yeah. yeah. Than, than North American... Uh, sure. critics sure. have because yeah. I mean like the, the Venice the Venice Film Festival Golden Lion Golden Lion that's I mean it's a foreign film festival mm-hmm. um, and the Hollywood Foreign Press is, is is all like just uh, reporters who report on Hollywood from different countries do you think there was like a temptation from them to award the Golden Lion to the Lion King I think because it'd be funny I think it's something <laughs> that if I was a voter I would have to fight the urge to do <laughs> Because like, oh, Golden Lion's obviously going to Lion King. It's, it's, it's it, the king of all lions. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best animated film of the year. Uh, Toy yeah. Story what? <laughs> yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, years from now, it'll be easier to look at Joker with a more accurate critical eye. Uh, I watched it after it was out of theaters. You know, uh, most of the quote-unquote commotion on either end was more or less died down. People yeah. were just like, you know, eh, it's a good movie or eh, I don't like it. You know, it was less like extreme. Uh, so I do feel like I went into it with a pretty open mind because I'm, I, I'm glad you did. Yeah. Because I was worried that I, due to the reaction to it, that I would be like, I'm, I'm ready to hate this movie, you know? And I wasn't, I was like, you know what? I love Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. And, uh, you know, I had no attachment to Todd Phillips in any way. Um, but I just know people were saying he'd made a good film and this is the first time he's done like a, like a serious film, I guess war dogs, but no one saw that. So, um, (laughs) and so it was, I was, yeah, I was very much ready to just be like, all right, let's see what he did and maybe I'll really like it. I did not. (laughs) I think I felt the Scorsese influence too much. And I mean, we've talked about Scorsese on our Patreon, uh, the Irishman. Uh, if you want to listen to that, we talked about that. Uh, I'm not a big Scorsese stan, especially when it comes to uh, his mobster movies, but I really like Taxi Driver and King of Comedy, the two movies this movie definitely pulls from the most, um, almost blatantly, <laughs> where it's like, let's cast Robert De Niro as the King of Comedy, but successful. <laughs> well, he's the he's Jerry Lewis. Yeah, he's the Jerry Lewis King part. King of Comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, that just, like, really irked me that they he was so blatant about, like, this is what I'm stealing from, except I'm using a shitty DC supervillain. 
And then just all the stuff with mental health was just like too much for me where it's it's just not nuanced or interesting or uh seemingly with any sort of care it was it was just uh hey this guy is off his meds and that's why he's crazy anyway he, he's he's violent he shoots people Good night. it would be so much more interesting if he just if they didn't try to explain it yeah exactly that's what i mean like without oh wait without... they did that it's called the dark knight <laughs> <laughs> fuck off joker <laughs> hashtag not my joker um oh i mean He's good. He's good in it. I think the, the Joker. I, I, well, no, I think <laughs> he's a bad man, Greg. Yeah. I don't know I, how many times I have to tell you this. I, I think Joaquin Phoenix is good in it. I think he's. Uh, uh, I think he's doing too much. And I mean, that's kind of the thing with Joaquin in general. I find him. He's one of my favorite actors, but I find him insufferable in a lot of performances because he does. He does too much. His my favorite performance of his is her and. That's because he's very, very subtle in that. He dials it back. Yeah, and it's great. He's so good. <laughs> what other than I think this might be the most he's done. Yeah, in a movie. But like, what's another one? The Master. He does. Although a lot. I do, that is a movie I'm due to rewatch because I still haven't seen it again since it came out, and I didn't like it, and I feel like I need to give it another fair shot because uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's amazing. Has in it. it ever left your mind though? No, no, me neither. No, <laughs> I didn't like it when I first saw it. Yeah, and it's never left my mind. Yeah. Um, I think his performance is better in Inherent Vice. Mm-hmm. I like that movie less right. than The Master. That makes sense, yeah. I think I I like Inherent Vice more, but again, that's yeah. one I've only seen once. I, I feel like if I watch uh, recent PTA uh, oeuvre, Master, Inherent Vice, and uh, Phantom Thread, uh, I think my opinions on all three would be very different. Except for maybe Phantom Thread. I love that movie. Yeah, I mean, Phan- <laughs> like, that's a masterpiece. Phantom Thread is the first uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie since There Will Be Blood that I walked out of being like, nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Unquestionably nailed it. Anyone who doesn't like this doesn't get it. <laughs> There's really not much to get yeah. either. Yeah, yeah. Which it's is very, it's arguably one of his simplest movies. And I love it for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just, it's so funny. <laughs> Daniel Lewis is hilarious. He's so good. Oh man, Vicky Creeps oh, also so good. So good. The three principles are just I mean, phenomenal in that phenomenal in that in that film. Anyway, um, but the yeah the again the reason I brought up Joker yeah partly because we haven't there talked about it yet. Has to be a reason. But <laughs> this episode reminded me of just that 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 reaction I have to some media and Joker's the most recent recent one where I'm like, I recognize that this is technically well done, but the underlying, uh, again, I don't, I don't want to use the word message cause I don't necessarily think there's a message in the Simpsons episode. I don't either, but just the underlying idea, I guess just doesn't, what, just doesn't work for me. What are you saying is the idea? Uh, just so we're all clear. It's just, it's that, uh, basically it's the, it's the sibling rivalry between Bart and Lisa. And it's the, the idea that, Lisa, if put in charge or given a uh, power position to Bart, Bart will rebel against it to a crazy degree. Um, I think that makes sense as a premise. I think where they go with it goes a bit too far for me uh, to the point where I'm like, no, like I have siblings. (laughs) We did this kind of shit to each other all the time. Uh, you know, like, oh, you said go to bread, you know, like that kind of bullshit. Like, sure. You're just like teasing and it's harmless. When his arm is dislocated, that's when, for me, like any of my siblings would be like, 
shit. Okay, let's solve this. And I just, it, it just feels, it rings so untrue to me that Bart would be like, oh, I've been injured seriously. I'm going to use this against you. Ha ha ha. You know, and it just, it, it, it never has a nice resolution to their relationship either. Uh, like Elisa on ice or, you know, uh, Lisa, Lisa subs. No, not Lisa. Subs. What's another good Bart Lisa one? We've had another one recently. I thought grade school confidential. Uh, we haven't done that one yet. Sorry, not that one. Um, separate vocations. Separate vocations. Yes, that's a good. That's a good, a good uh, one. them against each other. Yeah, um, I just feel like usually a good Bart Lisa story is having them against each other, um, but by the end, seeing that they're still siblings that love each other. Uh, Lisa on Ace is the best best example, obviously, but also, uh, oh, what's the um, uh, the redacted episode, <laughs> the episode that will not be named? Um, Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Lisa. You familiar with this episode? It's lost to the ether. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever heard of it. What is the... It's called Star Craving Dad. <laughs> oh, nope. <laughs> this is... What's what? What's it about? Well, it's about a, a fat mental patient. <laughs> Any notable guest stars? No. Okay. <laughs> Someone named John J. Jones, I think. Oh, yeah. Of course. Like we, I don't know. He's doing a weird impression of some pop star, some right. aging old pop star. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> stupid bit. Um, <laughs> I know stupid bits. <laughs> but yeah, I just think that there's no good resolution to it, and it just feels gross throughout because of that and uh yeah it just makes me feel weird and not happy i don't know i don't know if that makes sense no it does because i feel the same thing and i think it might like i think it might be for different reasons yeah and one of the things is i know it's a cartoon and i know they're trying to tell the story but i also think by trying to focus this particular uh conceit of her being a babysitter and then trying to pivot it to an episode about Bart and Lisa, you are making a fundamental error that is that you just cannot recover from. Because to me, the episode is super solid up until one moment. And it's when Marge says, Lisa's in charge tonight. And I'm like, who the fuck are you, Marge? Have you ever met your son? Yeah, I that was my thought too while watching it this time. I'm like, this is a... This is all on the parents. Like, this yeah. is you guys being idiots thinking that this is going to go well. How can you possibly think this is going to go well? He is... We, we see him against, like, just no strangers yeah. who are babysitters. We see that he's, like, a menace to them. Yeah, he destroys them. There's episodes them. all about that where it's like, uh, what's her face? The um, uh, Gummy Venus de Milo yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Uh, Ashley Grant, yeah. right? It's like, that's a whole thing where it's like she's actually able to control him yeah. with a video game, and that's, like, rare. Yeah. Um, and so for some reason they think, oh, yeah, if we put his younger sister in charge, it'll be fine. Bye. Bye. Because we want to save $16 tonight. <sighs> fools. It's No, it's not just fools. It's... <laughs> it's Negligence. It's a massive... It's a massive writing error. Yeah. As far as the characters go, especially Marge. Yeah, I agree. I can see Homer doing sure. it. Yeah. He's not too bright. He's not. <laughs> uh, but it's Marge's idea. She's yeah. the first one who says it. And you're like, yeah. 
even Lisa knows. Like as Lisa, soon, you, as you can see her she's face. like, oh, this is gonna be bad. You can see it on her face. The animators made her know that this yeah. is a bad yeah. idea. We <laughs> all know it's a bad idea. So why do it? It's the that's the that's the biggest problem because I understand characters doing something uh, that's a stupid thing. Uh, if if they can't think of something else, if if there's no other way to do it, if there's just like if if it's completely within their character to do this stupid thing, if it's an impulse, I completely understand characters doing things that I would never do or I think I would never do. But when there are when there's nothing in the universe that's pushing them to that's pushing Marge towards being like, let's have Lisa do this. Yeah. Nothing in the universe we haven't established. We've we've seen them be babysat before. Yep. But there's nothing right now that says, oh, we can't find another sitter or anything like that. Right. Nothing. So, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So, like, if they had a, like, a scene where it's, like, literally no one else is available and then Lisa's like, I can do it. Like something, it like was something Lisa's, along those lines. If it was Lisa's idea and we saw that, yeah. then I would be... Maybe a little bit more. A little more. And uh, her ambition yeah. gets the better of her. Sure. And she thinks she genuinely has got this. Right. But at the same time, I'm also like, you're smart and you're eight and he's 10. And yeah. he actually does have a good argument there. And yeah. And that's the thing t- is that. This is one of the reasons why wanted... I wanted to get one of our siblings on. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, because I have an older older sister. Yeah, and I right? have a younger. You have a younger sister. Uh, so, like, your dynamic is more similar to Bart and Lisa. Yeah, only I was a really good brother. That's <laughs> not what I was saying. No, I mean, uh, I know, but, 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 it just, thing, uh, but she doesn't seem to think that. But, so. <laughs> Carly, are you listening? She's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say, though, is that because you have a similar dynamic, at least in terms of age, um, was there a time where you babysat her? Like, is that a thing that your family did? Because well, there was definitely times where my sister was the babysitter and, you know, watched me and my brother. What's the age difference between you She's and She's two years older. Two years older. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. So, like, flipped for Bart and Lisa, right? Yeah. Like, Lisa's uh, two years younger. Yeah. Um, then I, I would babysit my, my younger brother sometimes if, you know, my sister wasn't there or whatever. But usually it's like the oldest person is the one who babysit, who is, quote unquote, in charge. Yeah. And that makes sense, right? Yeah. Just from, especially for, like, as you get older, obviously, like, age becomes much, much more malleable in terms of, like, a lot of things. But when you're a kid, like, age is very important. Like, there's a reason why young kids are, like, always asked, how old are you? And they, like, beam when they get to say how old they are, you know? It's a sense of pride. Yeah. Um, it's like achieving a rank. Yeah. Or it's like or leveling a, up. It's a level up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you achieve double digits, you're like, doo doo <laughs> guess what that's where you're gonna be for the rest of your life that's right <laughs> um or for whatever you can remember yeah oh boy uh <laughs> but the yeah the dynamic of having bart and lisa bart be the older person who needs to be babysat by his younger sister is crazy i think it's the fundamental flaw of this episode yeah and i and i i see like how else would they do this story? And like, you know, don't. You, you don't then. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with having a, a story about Lisa babysitting. Yep. 
I think it's a good idea, and I think have that, it be like a new character, yeah. or you know, I mean, even like the her babysitting Rod and Todd, like that's a fun little little side story, and that's that's a good example of the, this this episode working, yeah, because that's great. I yeah. like that stuff. The I dynamic like... works; it makes sense. The, all the characters are acting within their characters, yeah. and you know, there's not a lot of conflict there, but that's not always needed. I don't know. You could put some conflict in there if yeah. the, if the whole episode was her babysitting Rod and Todd on a night, and some things start going wrong. That'd be a way more interesting concept, right? Because it's her, it, like, I need to prove that I'm a good babysitter, you know. And like, there's this a seemed way like out, a slam dunk. Just go, just go over, just go next door, but she won't. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because she can prove it that she can handle it. Yeah. Or even if it was like Bart and Lisa left home alone, and this this still dynamic played out in some way, but not like because Lisa was put in charge erroneously, and Bart r- rails against it. If it was more just like, even like the, what's the, um, is this hypervocations? No. What's the one where, uh, oh, Itchy and Scratchy, the movie, where they go to the parent-teacher thing and Grandpa's left to watch them and he puts his teeth in and goes on the fan. Oh, you know what I'm God. talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think that's Itchy and Scratchy, the movie, because that's when he, they need to punish Bart and so he takes the tickets away. Um, but like that kind of idea where it's like, yes, Grandpa's going to babysit. But he passes out, so like the kids are able to do whatever, and so Bart starts being a piece of shit, and Lisa's trying to rein him in. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. There's just, there's so many ways they could have done this core concept without it being very unbelievable, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to figure out what episode that's from. I'm pretty sure it's Itchy and Scratchy the movie. Uh, season four, episode six. It, is that Itchy and Scratchy the movie? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> um, what was the other thing I wanted to say? Uh. Also, there's also moments where I'm like, I was correct. Okay, great. <laughs> there's also moments where I was like, Lisa is a bad babysitter. Like, Bart doesn't eat his dinner and says, what's for dessert? She immediately gives him some ice cream. No, you don't. That's not how you do that. <laughs> you don't reward him for being a piece of shit. I mean, there's And a- it's coffee ice cream? Why, are you, why do you have coffee ice cream? What fucking eight and ten year old like coffee ice cream this is actually something that leads to the only thing that i like about this this plot maggie. and it's maggie yeah she's my mvp she's so funny like hyper maggie hey, is so, so funny and and like it's it's weird but it's the thing that i find it's the only thing that i find funny about where it get where it gets to is her getting put in the cat box mm-hmm. i think that's so funny and like Lisa just being like Maggie, and then Maggie. just putting her in the cat box. Mm-hmm. I think that's funny. Everything else is too dark. Yeah, it's way too dark. Like having her unconscious brother in a wheelbarrow. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And not wanting anyone to know, so she tries to hide. Like that's like he could have died. Like if we're putting oh, yeah. this in real world situation, like he had a concussion. He could have he could have died by because she just didn't want to admit that she, she didn't babysit properly. People would understand if you're like, hey, Bart was being a piece of shit and all this stuff happened. I need to go to the hospital. They wouldn't be like, ah, you're such a bad babysitter. We're never going to hire you again. They'd be like, yeah, Bart's a piece of garbage. I don't know why we left you alone with him. Everyone knows this. Your parents are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm even surprised the, about Marge. Like even the end of the episode has that idea right where yeah. she's like worried that people aren't gonna want it but then people are like no we need babysitters like you're still a good babysitter like accidents happen like know. so say she's she's put into this position yeah and 
it wasn't maybe it wasn't her idea because it doesn't seem like it mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest like what what is the what's the right answer it's just like hey, i'm not gonna do anything i'm gonna go to my room bye <laughs> right That's, don't don't like lord your authority don't, over him and don't poke the bear yeah like when he's like you are dead you are right so and then dead. she's just like oh, i think you'll find that i'm actually fun yeah you know, like stuff like that and it's just like you should know your brother well enough to be like yeah m- you know mom and dad put me in charge but like i don't know just just play games like do what you want i, I don't care. care i don't i'm i'm just i'm it's it's a night off for both of us like we're, we can both just have fun yeah go, f- go have fun we don't even have to look at each other yeah i'm going to my room yeah anyway it's it's a it's a fundamental flaw yeah. with with the episode that I just can't hurdle. Yep. But that being said, that being said, I think it has a very 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 strong opening. Is this maybe your favorite joke of all time? <laughs> this might be not my favorite joke of all time, but I would say nay, the best joke. <laughs> Of all time. Ever written by humans. Ever. <laughs> Ever. For listeners, this is the first time in f- almost five years that Greg has rewound <laughs> the DVD to play the joke again because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> I skipped back, guys. Yeah. I needed to see it again. You needed to see it again. In case you're not familiar with what we're talking about it's of course the unveiling of the first ever two-story outhouse yeah and it's the two guys <laughs> they're waving they're they're excited for this endeavor and you just get one one sound clip from the guy below we presume <laughs> oh god stop <laughs> <laughs> Even just recounting it, <laughs> Greg's losing his mind. <laughs> I couldn't. So, do you so think funny. this? <laughs> That's so funny. When I saw this, when I saw this episode for the first time, uh, it's the only thing. It's the only thing I remembered. I forgot it was in this episode. I did too. Yeah. I constantly forget when it was, when it comes up, and so I'm so happy that we're here finally at long last, the world's first two story. <laughs> I mean the the choice the choice of words. Oh God, stop! <laughs> because like on the surface, you'd think, oh dear God, no, or like oh my God. <laughs> Or, oh, gross, you know. But it's, oh my God, stop. Oh God, stop. <laughs> He's being peed on. <laughs> or there's, there's, so on. Many, there's so many options. So there's many so options. many options. Here's what I think oh happened, boy. if All I right. may. So, <laughs> top guy goes in, bottom guy goes in. I uh-huh. think the bottom guy, this is my favorite one. Bottom guy sits, sits down, down. Yep, I thought so too. Starts to poop, mm-hmm. and the top guy starts to pee, and he just goes, he just goes right on his head. He goes right on his head. <laughs> <laughs> it would almost work if they were both peeing, right? Which is the tragedy <laughs> of the two-story outhouse. <laughs> if it was exclusively for number ones for man, uh-huh. then. 
that it would work almost. <laughs> and therein lies, and therein lies the rub. The real set. <laughs> oh, very good, very good joke. <laughs> so, listeners, now you know what really tickles Greg. It's scatological humor. <laughs> But only in your imagination. Yep. If you if they had shown it, I'm guessing you would not. No, have no, 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 no. Never show the monster. No. I don't want to see someone get pooped on. No. Or peed on. Gross. Yeah. It's. But oh god, but thinking about it. <laughs> oh god, stop. <laughs> Very good line uh, read too. Can I tell you something? Yes. I think it was that joke that solidified this show as being one of my favorites of all time wow yeah because i remember my uh i remember my first time watching it and i couldn't stop laughing (laughs) and then i recount it for people constantly uh and i can barely make it through it every time (laughs) like when i was in banff i was just like I was like, "Hey, did you to to the to the guy who plays Scrooge?" Um, I was like, "Hey, you remember that Simpsons episode cuz we talked about the Simpsons quite a bit. Um, you remember that episode with the two-story outhouse?" And he's like, "No." And I was like, "Have I have a treat for you?" Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so do you think that the the What an the opener. Episode, yeah, the episode opening with that joke just like colored your appreciation of the episode a little bit? Uh, yeah, definitely yeah. this time. Um, but it actually made me think, oh, if that joke is in this, then there's probably more. Mm-hmm. And there are. Yeah, of course. There's some really good, there's some good stuff yeah. in this, in this episode. Uh, even, e- e- even when like he's like, she's going to the, to the hospital, like the jokes in this episode in and of themselves are weirdly solid. Uh, and like Flanders' reaction to Rod and Todd uh, sleep in bed after a after, after a bug a, attack, bug attack. <laughs> Todd's dry as a bone. Oh. Like that's hilarious because he didn't pee himself. He didn't pee himself. He's a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't yeah, I need like... the two story outhouse. <laughs> I like the um, the Rod and Todd stuff. I think those are pretty, that's pretty. pretty I think solid. I think Homer getting stuck in the fountain is hilarious. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. I yeah. used to be one of you. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Yeah, I used to be like you. Yeah, and it's I. I love that. I love Moe's faux dive. Um, that that's actually a dive, and it's how did he afford all of that wood? <laughs> Lumber isn't cheap. <laughs> Maybe he took it out of Barney's tab. Mm. Maybe he made Barney do it. Oh, speaking of, we saw the NASA guy. The NASA guy. Yeah, the guy in the Deep Space Homer episode who has the club sent yeah. away. Yeah. He's there about to inject Lisa with uh, some kind of fluid <laughs> until the guy says, never mind. <laughs> Did you miss this part? When? <laughs> when Bart orders all that bullshit. Oh, yeah. One of the right. things was uh, like UFO sighting or whatever. And it's like, I'm from NASA and I heard a little girl spotted a UFO. She's like, I didn't see anything. I was like, that's right. You didn't. And, and then, then he, he like yeah waves off the guy and it's the same same guy from uh, Do Say's Home. Oh, that's funny. The NASA guy. Yeah, I think the bunch of stuff that he calls for is funny. Mm-hmm. I think Krusty's reaction when he comes in and sees Bart on the floor is great. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all in service of this of this plot that I just 
can't get behind. Yeah. And it's, and like, sisterectomy. I I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's funny either, but when she calls 911 later, then I think it's funny. Okay. Because she lists three just as stupid things that they've already been out there for, and then it's like, how dumb do we think, do you think we are? Very dumb. Well, you came out for the sisterectomy. Yeah, you came out for all all those things. You're dumb. Yeah. This is on you. It's not on. It's not on Bart or or her. Like I don't think the joke in and of itself in the moment is is, is funny, but I think the the nine one one call makes it fine. Yeah. Not. I I'm still not laughing like, at it. The thing but... is, I like the idea behind the like her call. Uh, sorry, him calling a bunch of stuff. Uh, once it gets to that point, I'm like, okay, you're out of the realm of believability for me now, and because like it's believable that a food delivery person would come swimming in vinegar that's yeah, 220 dollars just, just, just the way you like it uh crusty sure he's always a shill yep. for if, if they're he's promised money he'll show up for an emergency bachelor party yeah um i'm kind of bummed we don't get to see what ha- happened with the aa meeting me too that was you a know good like setup. That, like and then it's like oh we're here for an emergency hysterectomy and i'm like come on guys you're paramedics you shouldn't you shouldn't be falling for this like yeah it's more of the like the world is too dumb yeah. right now yeah yeah I also really like Homer's suit. Oh yeah, he's got a great suit. Like I love his Where'd tux. I love his top hat. I love did he his monocle. It? He did. He said he rented he said, it. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Can you see the pie stains? <laughs> It'll be dark. <laughs> like that's funny. That's great. That's yeah. good stuff. And it's it's and that's right before the show. This episode takes takes, a dive. takes the biggest dive because I was loving it. Yeah, me too. I was genuinely yeah. really loving it. I like it. the the Homer and Marge setup of them going to this fancy boardwalk thing. I like them going to the squid board. I yeah. think it's cute. Yep. Yeah. And then like yeah, like the fountain part's pretty great. Every time it cut back to them, it was a relief yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the mayor's yelling at us, "Stop, you idiot." Classic remember where we parked joke. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in the episode. It's just unfortunate that that third act uh, definitely—I don't want to say ruins it, but just like leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It it makes it like the easily like in the bottom two episodes yeah. of the season yeah. so far for sure. Yeah. Um, Which is else? a huge shame because it has the best joke ever written in it. <laughs> ever. Yeah, but that's not related to anything in the plot or anything. No. So it's easily excised and put in a better episode. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you can change. You can take an eye on Springfield from almost yeah. any other episode and swap them. That's right. Well, except for maybe the thing sand, is like the it, sand it has one. It has no, the squid. Not, like this eye on Springfield segment is important, but, but that but that part that joke. the the specific outhouse part yeah. is not because they talk about the squid port. Um. Yeah. What else is there to talk about? That's a great question. I mean, the episode is fine. I'm trying to think of other th- stuff I really liked. <laughs> so uh, we're not, I'm not just ragging on it the whole time. Um, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Hibbert, sorry, <laughs> couldn't remember his name. Uh, the Hibbert part, like the dream, and then the like real life thing. I like that. Like, I like that kind of parallel where it's like, it's like my diagnosis, bad babysitting. And then in real life, it's like my diagnosis, dislocated shoulder, <laughs> or I can't remember what he, what he actually bump says. on the noggin, dislocated shoulder. Yeah, my diagnosis eh, probably took a fall. <laughs> like he's, he's like, oh yeah, because this is real, and he's like caused by bad babysitting. <laughs> like oh no, I think that's a good little uh, little turn. Yeah, a little switch. Yeah, it's a nice little joke. Um, yard King, <laughs> just as I thought, a Yard King. That's a quality barrel. Yeah. 
I mean, I like Wiggum. What's the... Oh, so here's the thing. They're going to see Bob Saget. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> it's Bob Seger. Oh, God, crap. Because um, it's true. Have you ever seen Bob Saget's comedy stand-up? Like, here and there. It's terrible. It's bad, yeah. yeah. I don't care for it. Um, but, like, Full House, quality program. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even want to justify this. That's okay. That's fine. Um... But, okay, so that's what I wanted to say, is that I liked the Rod and Todd thing. Yeah. The, the little bit we got with her babysitting Ralph was was fine. Um, I would have wanted more of that. Just show her, show her babysitting. Yeah, babysitting other kids. Doing, like, the Twisted World of Marge Simpson thing, where it's, like, building yeah, it up. Then, <laughs> Ooh, let's see. Maybe she gets into, like, maybe, like, other kids get, like... And maybe she makes a babysitter maybe like club. The, maybe, like, the, the older kids are like, you can't be a babysitter. Right, some of the older kids from like grade grade five or six, right? Like, let's see some of the older girls, and you know, did you ever like go out and babysit? Oh yeah, for like money? Yeah, 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 all the time. Yeah, me too. I was I was well respected in the community. Ditto. Yeah, I I did good. I don't know what happened to us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, yeah, well, here we are. (laughs) Yeah, I did for a for a couple of families here and there, and now I only do it for like close friends with kids so like two people (laughs) that's fair yeah i don't think i've ever babysat in my adult life it's kind of fun i've like dog sat you cat sat just hang out with it's basically the same as dog sitting cool kids can talk though yeah but you don't have to talk back as soon as kids talk they start to talk back i hope hope you never never say a word (laughs) 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 gonna make him laugh and cry this episode um speaking of maggie though yeah i I mentioned already but she's my mvp yeah what a stinker because she's great yeah she's just a little baby yeah she's She's climbing on the the um shower yeah shower rod she's having a great she's like spinning yeah (laughs) it's so cute i I love love that it's so great talcum powder talcum powder Like those, those are fun little bits, and I'm kind of like, what if it was, what if they had to, what if it was just her babysitting Maggie? Maggie, yeah, yeah. and like, the, like Bart and Homer, like Bart did something, and he's like, they have, to, go, they have to like go to court for Bart or something. <laughs> sure. Who gives a shit? He got yeah. into some sort of trouble, <laughs> and I think the the real Bart's thing, lawyer is here, yeah. <laughs> I think the real thing is you got to excise Bart from the situation because yeah. he's the number one thing that doesn't work about it. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and and when you add that element in, everyone starts behaving out of character. Yeah, because you can still have the the main conceit of the episode be Lisa wanting to be a babysitter, getting that gig, and then wanting to do it at home, and that's when things start to go off the rails, and she gets nervous and doesn't want to. Because maybe know. she actually just accidentally feeds Maggie coffee sure. ice cream. Yeah. Right. Whoops! I grabbed the wrong one. Flat, like pan, like quick <laughs> zoom into the into like contains caffeine. Contains caffeine. Yeah. It's like and then <gasps> see her eyes go yeah. all small. Yeah. And it's like oh. And then it's just like an adventure of her trying to wrangle Maggie and like like you said like she could just call her mom. Yeah. But she wants to prove that she's a good babysitter. Yeah. So like and maybe like Maggie gets gets loose sure and she gets on the and she's like trying to find her yeah and she finds her at like 
almost at the squid port. You can even keep that shit. I don't know. Just get Bart out of there. I guess so. I think, again, my problem with it is that once it gets like serious, like I don't buy that Lisa would still have her pride. Uh, yeah, you know, I keep her pro- like that's that's the, that's the part with Bart where I'm most mad is when it's like serious, and both of them are too, she's too prideful and he's too much of a jackass to like admit, hey, maybe we should go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I've never accidents happen. People aren't going to be mad that I'm, you hurt yourself. They want you to be healthy and alive. I've never seen. I've never been l- less of a fan of Bart. Yeah, than same. in this episode. Yep, same here. And. I don't attribute that to to the overall Bart character. I attribute that to this episode just needing bad writing. Yeah, needing to contrive some way to get them. They like they so clearly wanted this dynamic to happen, and it's such a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Cool. All right. Well, goodbye. <laughs> reference desk. Yeah, let's do it. Not a lot. Uh, we got Babysitter's Club, um, which uh, in the episode is Babysitter Twins. That's right. But it's clearly babysitter, like even the font or the, the exact the way it's same. designed and everything. You ever listen to the podcast Babysitter's Club Club? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it exactly what it sounds like? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Ned has a Fozzie of a bear of a problem. Fozzie Bear, of course, is a Muppet. One of the many, he plays Fozziewig <laughs> in the film The Muppets Christmas Carol. It's the best. Um, Bob Saget and Bob Seger. Uh, Bob Saget, of course, is a middling comedian, and Bob Seger is a middling rock star. <laughs> Running against the wind. <laughs> um, Planet Hollywood. The um, Planet Hype. Planet, Planet Hype yeah, is what they have here. And, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger made Planet Hollywood, so they have Rainier Wolfcastle uh, do Planet Hype. It's a Wonderful Life, because there's a story called It's a Wonderful Knife. Thank you. And Much Ado About Nothing, because there's a story that's Much Ado About Muffins. Right? Was it Muffins? Yeah. yeah. Much Ado About Muffins. I like that it doesn't even try. No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fun, though, Like looking at all the, the stores in the background there. You, I mentioned uh, the uh, Itchy you, and Scratchy yeah, store has Poochie's, Poochie Closeout. Which uh, was a recent episode. So I like that one. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all I had, though. Yeah. Yard King. I don't know if that's a reference to a real real wheelbarrow. John Deere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's it. Great. Favorite joke? My favorite joke is, I don't know if you heard this one. Uh, no. But it, there's a two-story outhouse. Oh, tell me more. Okay. What so happens? The whole premise is, he says... Uh, coming up on Ion Springfield, the uh-huh. world's first two-story outhouse, oh. and there's there's an outhouse. It? Yeah, okay. so it's got like it's one of those like just classic outhouses. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of it is another, another one with, with a staircase leading up to it. Interesting. And there's where two, does the plumbing go? Hang on. Okay. There's two guys. Same place as you normally would think that an outhouse goes. It's a hole okay, in the ground. Down. Yes, <laughs> down. So there's two guys, and they're both waving. Uh-huh. They're both waving. And, happy. They're ready for... Yeah, and they both go in at the same time. Oh, Here's where the fun on. begins. And as soon as they go in, there's a quick beat. And then from the bottom of the outhouse, someone screams, Oh, God, stop! Because <laughs> 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 uh, he's getting peed on. He's getting peed on. Uh, but my other favorite joke of the episode is... Um, 
Mo's um, long <laughs> tunnel. And wait a minute, this isn't a dive. This, this isn't, isn't faux dive. dive. This is a dive. This You're a, a long dive. way from home. Yuppie. Home, yuppie boy. yuppie boy. I'll start a tab. Very good. Great Mo cameo. Yeah. Um, I really like the fountain bit. Um, mostly Homer's noises as he's trying to escape. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, but I also really like the bit uh, <laughs> apparently Ned's family is uh, held prisoner. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> what a what a strong first act this, <laughs> this episode has. Yeah. That's such a funny bit. Yeah, and then like the best part of it is when Homer's trying to make an excuse not to help out. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'd love to want to help you, Ned, but uh, <laughs> Marge is uh, held captive in the Holy Land. Land. <laughs> He's just saying exactly what Ned said. It's so funny. It's very good. Apparently, it's a routine hostage. I guess taking. so. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, MVP's Maggie. Um, my MVP is Homer. Yeah. He's a close second for me. Yeah, he's he's great in this episode. He's got a great suit. <laughs> he does just enough, and he's one of the few characters that doesn't behave out of character. True. Very true. Yeah. And damn, he's got a great suit. It's a cool suit. I want yeah. that suit. Give me that suit. <laughs> Give me that suit. Holy crap, are we done? I think we're done. This is a short app. Yeah, sorry, everybody. Or you're welcome. I, I guess. Know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how people yeah. care these days. Um... But yeah, we got a lot to record today, so... Yeah, I guess. There's no sense in belaboring it. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, we went over several of the of our points multiple times. It's true. Um, uh, we, we're I guessless. Mean, maybe, yeah, without a guest to give their two cents. There's only so much we can give. Yeah, so I guess... I guess four cents instead of six. Yeah, so I guess we're done. Okay. Well, Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, please subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, do that. Listen to other podcasts on the Boathouse Studios Network, such yeah. as the Cinevals mm-hmm. and Y Academy. Mm-hmm. All stuff you can listen to for free. Yay. But if you want to pay, you get more. You get much, much more. Including Spiderman. Yeah, we're doing, we did Spiderman commentaries. Yeah. Sam Raimi's. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man films. Yeah. And it was fun. We were high. <laughs> For some of it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can also email us at thehammockdistrict on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod or Two Bad Neighbors. And uh, follow us on all that stuff and comment and, you know, send us stuff. We like hearing from everybody. We sure do. Yeah. Well, well keep watching the ski.